Hello and welcome to another podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Monconi, and uh, we are taking the show live once again to the morning show with Terry Engel. Uh, and we set aside a whole hour for an extended conversation with the sister duo behind Meimei Wawa Multimedia. That is a pair of third culture kids that have some pretty fresh ideas for the Taiwan entertainment industry. Uh, we're going to be hearing exactly what those ideas are in the next hour or so. Uh, not a whole lot to set up here, so uh, we're just going to go straight to it. This is The Morning Show, hosted by Terry Engel, on the morning of Wednesday, April 27th at 10 a.m. Here's Terry. ICRTFM 100, kicking off to 10 there with the ex-ambassadors and renegades. It's eight minutes past 10. Time for us to get in our Wednesday extended interview segment. Keith, who do we got this week? Well, Terry, today we're going to be getting to know a group, uh, I think, that has something of a similar mission statement to us here at ICRT. That group is Meimei Wawa Multimedia. This is an entertainment company here in Taiwan that covers a lot of ground. Uh, they do film production, entertainment management, lifestyle content, music production, uh, a lot of stuff right there. It's the brainchild uh, of a sister duo, uh, Laura and Esther Veronin. Uh, and now kind of the key here is that they grew up in the U.S. and Taiwan. So what they're bringing to this is kind of that international perspective, a little bit of that East and West brought together, uh, making bilingual and bicultural content right here in Taiwan. Uh, we got them in studio with us right now. So uh, welcome to both of you, Laura and Esther. Sup? Hello. <laughs> Welcome, ladies, Esther and Lara. Good to have you guys in the studio. Meimei Wawa Entertainment. Multimedia. Now, multimedia, just sorry. said that. Sorry, and yeah, I know I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I often drift when Keith goes, you know. I, it's a fact. It's uh, a fa which one is Meimei and which one is Wawa? Is that a sign? Well, Terry just said we couldn't talk about our birth stories. That's what, <laughs> I, that's what it, it has, has to do with. It has a little to do with our birth story because actually when we first came to Taiwan, um, we didn't have Chinese names, so our mother named us. We have another sister, Jie Jie, and so Esther, she's the older one of us too. Her name is Mei Mei, mm. and then I came along, and my mom was like, "Oh no, another little girl. What do we call her? I guess she has to be even smaller than Mei Mei. So let's go with Wawa, and so it actually just means little sister and little doll. And when we decided to start our Oh, I see the jangling of your earrings. Yeah. Well, that way you'll know I'm nodding. Thank you okay. for the support. Yeah. So, yeah, we realized that that's a big part of our identity. And when we started our company, we wanted something really unique that expressed that. And surprise, surprise, nobody had registered this company. Well, that is a surprise, though. That's a, that's a cute name. But actually, somebody had. Just nobody not in, in Taiwan. Taiwan had registered. Oh, really? But it a Japanese blow-up doll company had registered. Perfect! MeimeiWawa! <laughs> of course! Why <laughs> didn't I think of that? Don't go to MeimeiWawa.com unless you're looking for a very realistic-looking blow-up doll. Or dolls. a very specific experience. <laughs> so our website is MeimeiWawaMedia. So <laughs> don't get confused That there. explains that one. That All is right. hilarious. I was wondering about that. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious. So, okay, so MeimeiWawa Multimedia... Uh, tell me a little bit about some of the, the, the content that you guys produce uh, and, and on your website. I've, I've checked out a few of the things, and they're quite interesting, but I'm going to let you guys talk about not just the content that's on there, but really uh, what, you're, what you're trying to get across with the, with the content. I don't, I don't think he checked it. 
I think he's making us talk about. No, it. I no, I did. Yeah, well, it's it's a very uh, interesting interviewer tactic, to be honest with you. But but no, I did actually check it. Uh, but I'll let you guys okay. kind of talk about it. Well, um, as you know, in this day and age, like video content is everything, and so that was Esther's idea to be like, because when we first started the company, you know, we were posting a lot of girlish selfies and things like us going to work out or what desserts we'd had and things like that. And Esther was like, we really need to get video content out there because it's um, it's much more relevant and humor is a big part of it as well. So we started doing a lot of funny videos, just situations we found uh, hilarious to ourselves. Hopefully other people thought that they were funny too. And over time, these videos kind of evolved into two main projects that we work on. One is called Maywa Diaries, which is kind of a reality show but as Esther likes to say it's, it's a faux reality she, series and I think it's a new genre she invented faux reality <laughs> faux it's reality not okay the same as reality okay and I will I could explain please explain no faux I don't want well it's like a reality show is you really like, had to twist her arm she was <laughs> resisting that one no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, but like, faux reality. it's been like a huge argument among like many people right now what faux reality is, if it's even a new genre, if it's like redundant. Because a reality show is like faux anyway. <laughs> exactly. But except in our faux reality show, we're actually combining elements of like documentary footage. They're actually real. So it's reality. Oh boy, it's really turning it's the tables on real. Reality yeah. plus like kind of like loosely scripted stuff and it's like blended together so to give a more specific example like I might have a performance that is scheduled to happen anyway and we have to go and I'm not trying to play a role I'm just simply trying to get my job done as a singer but you know the Maywa crew will come along and inevitably Esther and I will get in some kind of argument or something like that and that gets documented into it and then um Esther will also a script around yeah it. she'll construct a script around it where some of the lines are staged and pre-planned but what's interesting is that there are there are actually lines that we've said to each other before in the past it's just like we're kind of changing the time frame of things like, like okay for example like there's one episode where like I, I kind of booked this gig for her like for like a police a police party you know how they have those like way ya or whatever like spring twin joe and then like to kind of promote morale and like and they were like yeah, yeah it's gonna be like a huge community thing it's gonna be like two thousand people and then we got there and there's just like there's like 20 people in the audience couple like, cops yawning, sitting around yawning and like Laura's, yeah like, the sing. yawn was real like i was singing and then um our um videographer was going around ca capturing the audience and like one of the guys sit in the audience yawning. We did not stage that. That was real. <laughs> that just happened. That went just on. happened and like kind of like based the script around that, you know. Yeah, so I think people like seeing it because they know that there are definitely parts of it that are real. But then there's also the more heightened drama of like, you know, the sisters fighting or like, you know, one of our friends who's also he makes a lot of funny videos online. He's a close collaborator. And the joke is that 
like he's supposed to be in love with Esther, but then the joke on that is that he actually is in love with Esther. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say poor <laughs> Esther that we make it a joke that he actually is in love with Esther. Oh, jeez. So um, it's, it gets complicated. It's there's layers of, to this. There's layers. A lot of layers. deep layers. Let me ask you this, uh, ladies. Why don't we uh, sort of move towards what your your mission statement for your 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 content is? Is there who are you trying to get this to, and what is the message that you're trying to 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 provide them, or is this just sort of like a storyline? Like, say, I know that's one element, the diaries of it, but you, you guys also have other elements that, like the travel uh, things and whatnot. So, what what is what is the mission for uh, the content that you're putting on your on your site? Well, Keith, you mentioned lifestyle content, and that's I think that's the main key. Is that like through showing um, different like traveling, lifestyle, food, music. Um, live performance and making videos. It's just showing a creative way to live your life, especially if you're wondering, like, oh, is there more? Because, like, a lot of people kind of, like, just fall into jobs and careers and they don't really think about what they're doing. They don't really think about, like, am I happy? Is this fulfilling? And we're kind of just trying to show, like, especially for women in Taiwan, which is, like, a big thing where women in Taiwan kind of, like, they don't really have, like, solid role models in terms of... Um, how I should live my life as an independent and like creative woman is just kind of like get a job, like find a guy to get married to or whatever. Well, I think like, um, women have definitely progressed beyond the like, Oh, I don't know if I, uh, you know, need a career. Maybe I just want to get married and have kids, but well, yeah, you've got a woman as a president exactly. um, uh, now. So, so I, think I think that's a, it's, it's well established that women should have their own careers. But what happens very often is that they end up falling into pre-structured organizations where, you know, they feel safe, like, okay, I have a boss, I go in, I do what I'm told, but, like, I have a career, you know. But um, there's not that much talk about the creative aspect of having a career or the entrepreneurial aspect, which is still more male-dominated. So this this content that you're and, – and your, your website and your multimedia company is focused at – at the woman in Taiwan, the young woman in Taiwan, or maybe not necessarily young, but the woman in Taiwan to uh, empower their life. That's Would that be a fair statement? That's a big part of our target audience. Another part of it is um, the TCK, which I'm surprised a lot of people still aren't familiar with the term TCK, even people that are TCKs, which is like... Jeez, am I a TCK? Well, no. Okay. Can, 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 I, can I parse yeah, that for Terry? Can yeah. I parse that? Third culture kid. Oh, yeah. Am I, yeah, yeah. Am I getting that okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're doing a program on that next we're week. We're doing that very right. next okay, week. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. You're a TCA. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Third culture adult. Third culture adult. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, no, TCK is like grow up to be adults too and now there's a big part of the global population are people that don't necessarily identify with one culture specifically and that's kind of what we're all about like because as you know in our content since you've seen all the videos um we do a lot of like naturally when we're speaking we'll we'll uh we'll slip in between english and chinese all of our content it has bilingual subtitles mm-hmm. and so um i think a, a big part of our our audience is also people that either fit into that and understand that 
or want to be more a part of an international community like in Taiwan. And so um, I'm sure you guys have noticed this too, but um, a big part of our audience is also people that just want to improve their English. Yeah, know? right, of course. useful content, but it's presented in a more interesting way. An authentic form. way, of course, yeah. that's right. Do you uh, find any sort of international audience to this, or is most of your, your demographic, as you said, uh, third culture kids? Sorry, I didn't get the initialism, by the way, on that one. Uh, uh, it's hard to pick. <laughs> That's what you got me here for. It's all right. It's, 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 all right. That's why Keith's here. Uh, or do you find most of your audience is is the third culture uh, demographic here in Taiwan? In Taiwan, it's <clears throat> in Taiwan, it's not. But we found that we have like a huge demographic in Singapore and Malaysia. Oh right, okay. Which is like I think it's because of the the English and the, the Chinese. Aspect, it's a Singlish, Chinglish kind of I mean, we don't do that but like for them they can really identify with that like having english and chinese in their right because there's not really a lot of representation of that in mainstream media right now yeah so. so what we try and do is obviously we're based in taipei and taiwan we love it and so with that as a very interesting like backdrop then we can present things that are more Western humor. Mm-hmm, right, of like course. Looking through things from a Western perspective, like our travel shows kind of do that because we go to the same places that everybody goes to. You know, we go to Zhou Fen or we go to Inga. Uh, but what ends up happening because of our background, we just see the places in a different light and the episodes end up being kind of kooky and like sometimes it almost seems like we haven't really done anything like <laughs> that's um, on the normal tourist list but actually a lot of people in Taiwan have really responded to that mm-hmm. and I think the reason for it is because they have been to the very same places we've been to but they haven't seen it through our perspective. Right, right. Well I'm going to hold you right there because uh, we do something very similar here uh, on the morning show. We'll talk about that in a second. we got to take up a short break here. we got Lara and Esther here from Meme Wawa Multimedia joining us. We'll take a short break and return in a moment. It's the morning show with Terry on ICRT. What brings you here? Music. Music. Well, now that you've arrived, Hello, you're on the air. we've got just what you need. Just what you need. Really good music. Tell me about it. Right here on ICRT. It's 1024 in the morning. We return to the morning show with Terry here on ICRT. And we are amidst our Wednesday extended interview. We've got uh, Esther and Lara from Meme Wawa Multimedia joining us here this morning. Uh, thanks for coming in, girls. We um, we just closed that little segment. You were talking about uh, some of the travel uh, videos you did uh, in particular. A Hankliff ending. We never get to have Hankliff endings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just going to roll this uh, is what we're going to do. This is uh, a clip from uh, your trip to Inga, the ceramic uh, town, if you will. So we're just going to roll this uh, so people get an idea as to what's uh, going on here. So we're headed into our second field trip for Live in Vivacious, which is Inga. This is a very well-known ceramics village. And what exactly is a ceramics village? Let's find out. All right, so that's uh, this is uh, goes on to be a, a clip. It's, it's it's quite humorous. It's informational, if uh, that's even a word. It's uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's interactive. You've got uh, is that Joanna Wong that was in that video? Yes. Is that who that is? Okay, so you've got Joanna Wong in the video. Um, this is this is not unlike 
something that we do here uh, called Wow Taiwan on the morning show. So uh, just to give listeners a reference if they're not familiar with what you uh, ladies do, um, we, we do something similar where we, we give video clips and we're, every month we go to a different place in Taiwan that maybe lots of Taiwanese people have been to before, but you're right. Uh, we have the same sort of uh, mission that you do, which is to present the place in from an international perspective or from well uh, specifically i hate using the word foreigner but uh, from from an international person we, we found perspective. your word now we found your word now yeah, you're, that's, you're third culture adult from a third that's, culture that's, adult that's, perspective that's, thank you thank you from a third culture adult perspective that's that's a beautiful way the of putting TKAU. it you but you know i have to say terry you're much younger than i thought you would be i only heard Every, you everybody says right? that no i i don't know but i just thought i would say like i came and i was like oh this is a youngish looking dude like thought i thought you were you'd... ancient everybody everybody says the same thing you they say like i sound like mature, an old man you have a mature voice oh okay well <laughs> thank an you for immature that. appearance <laughs> and an immature uh persona else. yeah everything right. else yeah uh but but this is very close to what we do here on wow Taiwan. we try and get uh and present these places that people have lots of people have been to everybody's well, not everybody but lots of taiwanese folks have been to inga or as you said uh, joe fun or um a lot of the festivals that we go to even last year we did uh, you know like uh, spring scream and all that sort of thing but presenting them in a in, in a different way do you guys see yourselves as ambassadors for for Taiwan in that perspective? Well, ambassadors in the sense that I have never had a friend who visited Taiwan and was like, oh, I didn't like that. You know, like it's it's just everyone that comes to Taiwan is always pleasantly surprised by how much there is to do here. I mean, not only in terms of the nightlife or the nature, which is very accessible and Everyone is always raving about the food. And so we feel like, yeah, I guess it is our mission to let more people know about how amazing and unique of a place Taiwan is. But yeah, right. I would say that the ambassador part is also for like, um, it's kind of like, like, a, like a feminist voice and also like encouraging people to like work more with um, the foreign community here because I feel like in a lot of industries and especially in entertainment there's still kind of a divide between like foreigners yeah, very much international, so. and then the local yeah, kind of entertainment like scene. Each group is doing their own thing, and but they really should be working I guess together. One yeah. thing that you're we... absolutely right, by the way, having uh, working in that segregated sort <laughs> of uh, community. Uh, yes, you're you're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, we're really trying to break that um, because naturally, like we've both been raised bilingual. So for some of our larger video productions, especially, like we've shot a web series actually that isn't released yet but it's dedicated to um life in taipei and it's it's like a dark comedy um but like for example on projects like that we got a very very diverse team of people together like there was everyone on the project from like argentinians to like vietnamese people to some guy from nicaragua i can never pronounce nicaragua. it nicaragua to you know like it's just it's a very unique working experience to be able oh yeah like our uh, our videographer was italian yeah. and like it, they're all people based in taiwan that really want to have projects, larger projects to work on, but there's often this language barrier. And I think Mamewa creates an environment that kind of breaks that because of our um, natural tendency to use people that are bilingual. On yeah, set, right. So. Of course. Yeah, no, that's, and uh, again, that kind of parallels 
uh, certainly what we do here on the morning show as well, and even in this segment right here where we, uh, this Wednesday extended interview, what we try and do is we try and bring in some some international folks, some expats that are doing things that are just a little bit different here in Taiwan than than maybe the stereotypical perception. I teach English, too, on the side. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm sure you do, but that's... <laughs> but just to move away from that, that there are a lot of people doing That's doing big projects she has like and whatnot. A thing against English teachers. No, I don't have a thing against English teachers. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> but it, it is. An Be careful. A, there's a lot of English teachers listening. That's a big demographic. That's a big demographic. That's sure. Thing though, like I'm sure that there are many English teachers that want to be doing more. Of course there are, yeah. and that's that's maybe what we're getting at uh, as well. And and if anything, this this segment shows uh, uh, folks that people you know can do other things here in Taiwan. There aren't just English teachers as uh, in, as international residents or engineers. Of course, that's sort of the other uh, stereotypical job here. But for, we definitely for encourage um, the foreign community, anybody who's interested in what we're doing, to contact us, to get involved. Like We're totally open to working with people, and I think it really makes our projects like special and Terry, we brought our headshots today, right? Yeah, yeah. Here, uh, yeah. Jeez, no, I didn't. No, I never had my headshots with me. The one time I got scouted, you know what happened? A dude on the street like had one of those big telephoto lenses. He was looking for a foreigner. And he's like, oh, you'd be perfect for this part. And I was like, oh, man, all right, perfect for this part. We need a nerdy boy. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't even get the job. So uh, apparently you were not nerdy enough. So apparently so. Apparently well, yeah, so. that's a good thing. That's, that'll say you're not, so. not nerdy right. enough. Positive to, spin on that. Uh, slightly salvaged my English teacher comment. <laughs> what I mean, though, is that there are a lot of people here with a lot of talent, but it's very easy to fall into a job of teaching English, and everyone knows it's good money and stuff. But, for example, when we went on this Inga field trip, we got to know a ceramics artist who does teach English on the side, but he's more into, like, he's very good with his hands and making things. And so Esther got him involved with making some props, like weapons and things, for one of our latest music videos. And so that would be a great example of, like, how we're really trying to integrate the foreign community and um, invite them to do projects that they're definitely interested in. Um, our current fashion consultant, she also teaches English on the side, but, like... No, she just got her APRC. Oh, yay. Congrats. Okay. But, yeah, like, she's... <laughs> Her passion has always been fashion, and I think a lot of people come to Taiwan, and they fall in love with it, and they want to stay here, and teaching English seems to be like a very plausible way of supporting your income, but we just want to let them sure. know that there's actually um, a variety of projects out there that like, you know, if you get in touch with the right people, there are a lot of people trying to do great things, like Brooke from the lab, mm -hmm. like, you know. Brooke Hall from the lab. Yeah, sure. Brooke's, Brooke's been on uh, the program before. Yeah, no, you're, you're of course right. There are English is a good portal to to, to getting into Taiwan and working here and, and meeting people. Um, but there are also lots of other people that are here sort of outside of the language mm -hmm. uh, industry as well. And, she and just meant, like, I don't like dating English teachers. Like, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's fine. We'll get into maybe that uh, a, a little bit later. Yeah. We'll maybe get into that. Uh, into like a three-hour long show. Do we got time for that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, it's kind of interesting because uh, we do a lot of bilingual content here as well. Sometimes we kind of slip a little Chinese in here and there. And at the back of my head, I'm always kind of thinking... 
Like, are we limiting our market? I mean, you're really working that Venn diagram. It's like the people that speak English and Chinese and are into radio and like silly gags. And yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you, we we feel like sometimes we're we're really kind of limiting the like demographic. Do you, you guys? But feel it sounds the same like you guys are saying that you're actually. It's a lot bigger than maybe we're thinking. People that are looking for that sort of thing. I'm saying that. Now is the time because of new media, like in the internet. Now is the time to look for niche markets. So your audience is out there, but you're gonna have to spend a longer time looking for it. So like, but your niche market will be more loyal and more supportive than like the general public. Mm, is right. what I'm saying. Right. Right. We yeah. I well, that was probably the first question I had about watching your videos, which was well, other than other than the fact that they're humorous, and I was curious as to how much might have been scripted, or it's sounding to me like it's all pretty natural uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, listening to you guys uh, sitting here. But I, I, I was wondering, you know, because you know you do it mostly in English. It's it's almost entirely in English, and I was just wondering exactly what the market was here in Taiwan for that. I mean, because uh, you're right, there is no mainstream media, uh, with the exception of ICRT, uh, as a uh, as a radio station. There's certainly no television. There's no none of that. And wondering, you know, what you're in for all of that was. And I guess guess that's some of the stuff you've been talking about here. Well, what Don't hug it. I knew you were going to oh. hug the microphone. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, just, I just wanted to See, it is real. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's very real. I can see now. <laughs> okay, I just think that um, before, Taiwan wasn't ready. Because, I, I mean, I remember listening to ICRT when I was in high school and stuff. And I felt like, well, because the foreign community here used to be much larger, larger because mm-hmm. of, like, I mean, like, back when, like, back, back when there was the base here. And then there was, like, a lot more foreign companies and for, before they all pulled out and went to Shanghai or whatever. There was just, like, a bigger community. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that I think that Taiwan... The young people of Taiwan, they're almost ready for more westernization. They're craving it. They want to learn English. Um, we've met some other YouTube creators who are, like, teaching English on YouTube, and they're immensely popular. And so there's just been this, like, wider and wider audience growing in terms of, like, Taiwanese youth who want this kind of, like, Western perspective, Western humor, Western lifestyle. And so I think now is actually the perfect time where the market is actually developing and but but the thing is it's all happening online it's all happening on um on like facebook and yeah you're right kind of you're thing. right the traditional routes of uh of entertainment and media being the newspaper radio even even cable television are kind of going by the wayside yeah and we were told when we first started um to not do it in english we were told like oh you'd be so much more successful if you just wrote it in chinese and maybe like pitched it to china but the thing is i'm not very funny in chinese and i just didn't i just wasn't interested in it and i was kind of surprised like we did like a survey a a few months back and the response came back that most people actually preferred it in english with chinese subtitles who did you survey for this we surveyed our fans (laughs) (laughs) we surveyed our fans i don't know that's kind of like surveying uh fans of the morning show whether or not they like uh the morning show with terry or not that would still be dubious i don't know that's that's maybe a bad example (laughs) that's the thing though because you have a lot of people who follow you on the internet but like they're not really like loyal followers they're not really like they don't really like tune in like there's really no conversion rate like how do you like turn your followers into like some kind of sustainable income this is what a lot of people are trying to figure out right now right but the thing is like we uh, 
I was kind of wondering as well, like, oh, should I kind of make it more Chinese? Like, should we, should we kind of like play play up Lara's role in the entertainment industry more? But the feedback that came came back was like, no, we like what we were doing. Doing just like more people need to know about it. And like, I think it was pretty unbiased in the sense that out of our fan base, like we're aware of the people that are bilingual, but the people that are predominantly like Taiwanese locals. And we ask them all the same questions. Like, do you prefer content in just Chinese, just English, bilingual? And like, it always came back bilingual. And I think that's English, like, and English was also, you know, like a powerful. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it was an indication that people really do, whether it is just, to learn English, even wanting to learn English is an indication that people are ready for more Western influences, Western humor. A lot of um, a lot of the YouTube's like celebrities in in the U.S. that only provide U.S. content have been translated, um, like the subtitles have all been translated by local Taiwanese people so that they can enjoy that content. Yeah, as right, well. right, yes. right. So, You're BC exactly right. BC yeah. and Lowe is a great example. Okay, uh, ladies, we're going to stop here right there. Uh, we got to take another uh, break. When we come back, we're going to kind of, uh, we're going to pit you guys against each other Make here. It fun. In a second, all right? All right. <laughs> uh, we'll take a idea. break here back in a flash. This is the morning show with Terry on ICRT FM 100. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Time to tune in to Terry as we return to the morning show. He just brings, like, energy and, like, it, like, wakes me up. Right here on FM 100. 1040 in the morning, we return here. We've got uh, Esther and Lara from Meimei Wawa Multimedia. Uh, the sister act. Uh, having seen your videos, you guys, uh, you, you have a, you have a really good um, uh, back and forth about mm-hmm. you, and and uh, found that really interesting in watching your video. So we're going to kind of put that to the to the uh, to the test here. Is what we're going to do. And we're going to find out whether or not you guys really know each other, or or whether it, it's just an act. Let's we know the gonna... we know the fighting isn't an act. We yeah, at least yeah. know that. We've seen that first. Let's see if the sisterly love isn't an act. So I'm going to ask uh, you guys a question about each other, and then you are going to write down what you think the other sister's answer is. So, for example, just uh, to give reference for our listeners, if I were to say, "What is your sister's favorite color?" Lara, you will be writing down what you think Esther's favorite color is, and Esther, you will be writing down what Lara's so favorite color is. I think now we that's... need to go on Facebook Live for this. Okay, so. all right. Okay. Are we on Facebook Live? Okay. So, Say hi. Made it Say happen. hi, Terry. So here we go. <laughs> Question number one uh, is, and don't let the, the other sister see your answer. No, I, don't. I need another pen. Here. Question here number go. one is, what is your sister's favorite restaurant? Oh, uh oh. This is so easy. Okay, easy. Okay, one sister says easy, the other one puts her head in her hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe this game should be named Who Loves Who More. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Who's the better sister? She is likes what this lots is. Of okay. Hair. So you've got that you've got that there. And we'll we'll get to the answers later. We're not gonna do it now, so just write down all your answers. Put a number beside them okay. so we've got it. Uh number two, now we're gonna get a little more revealing. Where or who? I, well, no, we should keep who out of this. <laughs> Where was your sister's first kiss? Where was your sister's first kiss? Well, define kiss? first kiss. <laughs> I, no, I'll let you make that distinction because I, my distinction is probably way different than yours. You should probably so. go by Esther's definition. <laughs> okay, so where where was your sister's first 
kiss. This might be a decent uh, moment to point out that this is uh, this list of questions is actually an adapted list of questions. Originally, it was for married couples, uh, oh. but we've we've updated we do it. Feel like a married yeah. couple. Well, much there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right, here we go. Um, if there was one thing your sister could change about herself, what would it be? If there is one thing your sister could change about herself. Now, uh, Keith, I'll do the same thing with you. I would suggest you probably want to change your nerdy appearance. Uh. That would be the one thing you'd want to change about yourself. I, I, I just opened up a can of worms, I think. But Yeah, and you probably would want to uh, come off like uh, an ass less often, I would imagine. <laughs> that, that's for darn I would sure. imagine. That is for darn sure. I mean, if I were you, that's what I would want. <laughs> All right, you girls good with that? I'm still uh, trying to think of the favorite restaurants. Okay, all right, all right. Here we go. Well, we're gonna go on to uh, we're gonna go on to uh, number four here. What would your sister say is her best feature? What would your sister say is her best feature? Like physical or uh, anything? Anything? Anything at all? Anything at all? Could be physical. It could be. Uh, about their characteristic, it could be anything at all. All right, you've got that. Mm-hmm. All right, the girls, they're getting a little dangerous. I, yeah, I, they're taking I, it I found a way seriously. to keep them quiet. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they are taking it pretty seriously. Yeah, they are. Esther this says is... that she's very competitive. She wants to so win. So she could just lie. I mean, she could just say, "No, that's not my favorite anything." <laughs> no, I one. There's one thing you know you should know about me is I don't lie. And she has a lot of integrity. It's because I but feel you would like say that take, if you are a liar. Take, no, no, no. It takes away from my powers she's of just prediction. Building up. Because, like, uh-huh. like, the less so you lie, lies. the more accurate you are. In you, don't, you don't lie? Say. You just give us faux truth? Is that... What? <laughs> faux reality. All right, ladies, last one here. What is your sister's guilty pleasure? What is your sister's guilty pleasure? Okay. And that'll be the last one there. And then uh, when you're ready, uh, Esther, you hand your answers to uh, Keith. And, Lara, you give me your answers Oh, and, no, I didn't realize somebody would have to try and read my handwriting. Oh, no. Yeah, me. Well, well, no, no, I mean, just to give them so that we don't change them and Keith and I can look at them. And, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we don't even really need to look at them, but we're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> just because we want it. The sake of impartiality. Yeah, that's right. Wait, sorry, what was the last question? Uh, the last guilty question, pleasure. yeah, your oh, sister's guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure. What guilty is your sister's pleasure. guilty pleasure? I'm trying to think what Terry's guilty pleasure. I don't think you're guilty about too many things. No, I, I, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what my guilty pleasure is going going for facials. The kind at the spa. Ah. <laughs> mm, thanks for clarifying. Is yeah. it like a special spa where you ask for a pedicure afterwards? I'm not going to get into my guilty pleasures. <laughs> That's why it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be made to feel guilty here. <laughs> well, your face is looking radiant. No, thank <laughs> you. Might I say? Thank you. Guilty pleasure. Um, I think we're distracting them. Yeah, I know. I, I've never, I've never seen it. I, I didn't know this was going to come off so serious to these ladies. <laughs> I mean, both kind they're, of. They're hard okay, you're, you're, you're done. We were good students. All right, Lara <laughs> is. Uh, you've, I've got your answer. Just, just as Keith says, for the sake of uh, impartiality here, to make sure that uh, nothing changes. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Esther's working hard. There's, I mean, there, just give me another minute. There, there's uh, no bonus marks for like aesthetics of your mm-hmm. writing or or. Uh... Ooh, it is good handwriting, really nice though. Handwriting. It's Mine not is bad. Not so much. It's, it's unique. Um, how, how confident are you feeling about this, Laura? Okay, I interesting. Think I have oh at least wow. Three out of five. Right? Okay. Okay. This is this is this is interesting. Just looking at some of your answers here. Okay. Oh, like the ones <laughs> I crossed out. I was like, oh, I should say that on here. <laughs> 
Okay, here we go. Uh, are you re- are you ready, Esther? Okay, I, I know I'm wrong. Okay, here we go. So let's let's go to question number one, um, uh, which was what was your sister's favorite restaurant? Now, first of all, uh, well, I'll ask you, Esther, what is your favorite restaurant? And then I'll tell you what uh, Lara wrote. Ruth's Chris. Wow. Very well done. You know each other very well. You're exactly right. Yes, it was Ruth's, Chris. So you're exactly right. I, I feel I need a dinger and a buzzer for this one. So I'll try and get those there. But yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, let's go the other way now. Looks like you wrote two answers. Which one is the answer you want? The... Oh, no. The first one was like, I made a note. I wrote favorite Okay. Okay. Like... So then your guest. Oh, I see. I see. I see. So tell you're... us, Lara, what you, th- what you think uh, Esther's favorite restaurant was. Oh, or what, what is your favorite restaurant? Sorry. My new favorite restaurant, which you should have known, maybe. <laughs> you can't be mad yet. We haven't done it. Here we go. It's Ema. Okay, what do you got? Oh, no. VVG Cafe. Oh, I wow. That's a loser sound. Ema. You don't mean Ema in Kaohsiung, do you? <laughs> she does. Do. That's my favorite restaurant ever, man. Man, you oh. guys should be amazing. sisters. <laughs> oh, jeez. That is my favorite. I was just there like two days ago. Oh, my God. How would I best. guess? How would I man guess is the best. You were thinking Taipei. I'm Taipei-centric. Yeah, I'm okay, Taipei-centric. All right. Let's move on to the next question as we do got to uh, move this forward here. Uh, where was your sister's first kiss? Esther? Where was your first my, kiss? Where was, where, my, where was your first kiss? I okay. I seriously can't remember. Like I, I really don't remember. Now come on! No, You're telling I mean, me there, that a girl doesn't remember her first kiss in any capacity. Uh, it, 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 maybe it was from anybody. It didn't have to be from. From anybody? Yeah. Well, well I'm yeah, not no, that I guess kind that'd of be girl. Weird. Okay. Yeah, but why don't I remember? Probably it was at school somewhere. Which, and what school was that? T-A-S. Oh, another one for Laura. She has T-A-S written down here. So she, right. Laura's two for two. Oh, right. Uh, and uh, what's your guess? I don't remember. Okay. She doesn't remember. So, so, Laura, where was your first kiss? I mean, see, this is the thing. Like, um, I remember having a very sweet relationship in preschool. Mm. And I don't I don't know if it counts, but it definitely was a kiss. Okay. Well, then, then I guess that counts. But then my first real, real kiss would probably be also at TAS. And, and the answer there? Was it getting more specific? The school dance? Okay, we'll accept that. Yeah. We'll accept oh, it does that. have a name. I shouldn't I read wrote, that. I wrote a name. It's okay. You can say it. I want to see if I'm right. Somebody so. by the name of Mikey? Uh, yeah, oh, I wow. remember him. Things all over. Okay, all Congratulations, right. Congratulations, Mike. So there we go. So it's two to one here. Let's go to the third question as we do got to move this up. What would be the uh, one thing your sister could change about herself? Esther, what do you think about Lara? Um, I think she likes, prefers, like, the waif look. Yeah. She, uh... She likes want she wants like a cocaine chic body. Um, that show <laughs> from the record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, you missed on uh, you missed on that one then. No, no, no. no. That's what, oh. no, that's her guess. That's, oh, that's her, we did it out of order. We did it. Oh, out we of did order. it out of order. We did it out of order. Yeah. Is she anywhere close on that one? Well, she is correct. Like I've always <laughs> what I've always wanted. No, to you're just reading be... the one yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, we did. Okay. Usually it's heroin chic. Oh, it's very original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Very original. So, okay, so what did you write? That, what was your answer? Um, wait, for Esther then. Yeah. What you have to answer, what you would change about yourself. Yeah, what would you actually oh, change about yourself? what would I change about myself? Oh, oh, right. Um, I wrote two answers. Yeah, and wait, then wait. you moved one to question to answer number five. Because <laughs> it was so relevant. Yeah, yeah, right. The question was like, 
What would you, what would you, yeah, what would you change about yourself, Esther? Esther? So what's the answer? Oh, physically, right? No, 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 no anything. Physically. Oh, anything. But I did have an answer for physically, and I did have an answer for not physically. Oh, um, probably like my eye. Oh shoot! I okay, no. Okay, no. Still, I, I'm still gonna go with the with the with the loser. She said uh, you would change that you would ask for help more. Ah. If you could change one thing about yourself. It's true. And uh, Laura, what would you change about yourself? Oh, um, yeah. We we went through the weight <laughs> thing. Like I'm always yeah. like I want to be. Super so that's correct. Thin, so that know? is okay. correct. Okay, Esther. All right. That's a that's two. Oh, for Esther. Sorry, I gave you the wrong one. Okay, sorry, I gave you the wrong one. There you go. Like this is biased. Sorry. So it's it's two two now. Two two. Okay. All right. So, that's not bad. So we're all even. Let's get to we question. We got two more to go. Number four. Is Probably running out of time. Yeah. Too. So we got to move this. Uh, you got to move pretty this. fast. What does uh, your sister love most about her or what about herself? What does your sister love most about herself? What do you love most about yourself? Um, I like the fact that I'm pretty capable. Pretty capable. It's kind of close. Yeah, this is a close one. Can you be more specific than capable? Yeah. What? what? That's the thing that you pride yourself most in. Yeah. You know, my capabilities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just turned it to a noun. Uh, come on. Uh, Wait. What? What? Am I, I feel like what you're have you trying said to before? Fish. What have you said before that you're like? I think I'm the most blank person I know. I think, <laughs> I think I'm the most. I said that about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, humility. Uh, let me guess that. How's that? Uh, well, I'm not going to give that one to you. She said your intelligence is what you would have said most oh, uh, best about damn. yourself. Forgot about that. All right, <laughs> Laura, Laura, you. Uh, what do you think? What do you like most about yourself? Um, I think I'm. That Esther would say. That Esther would say. Yeah. Well, no, I have to answer for myself. Okay, okay, do it then. <laughs> I think I'm pretty pleasant, like. I'm, you're nice. You're yeah, you're nice. a good, gentle spirit. Okay. What's Keith? that word? I see. Like ability it. to endupe. Endure. Endure. <laughs> ability to endure. So that's a uh, no as well. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the last one here because we do we got to get this uh, very quickly. This. Very quickly. What is your sister's guilty pleasure, mm. Esther? What is your guilty pleasure? I can't say that. Say it. What is your radio-friendly guilty pleasure? What is my radio-friendly No, no, I, no, I want the non-radio-friendly <laughs> one. Um, you know it. Uh, chocolate chip muffins. No! No! What is it, Laura? So close. Potato chips. Oh, no, I don't feel guilty about that at all. Huh? I feel entitled to it. <laughs> All right, and last one, uh, Laura. What about you? What is your guilty pleasure? Um, TV marathons. It Netflix marathons. Well, Esther pulls it out in the last uh, in the last uh, question there. Well Esther done. Three. Yeah, Esther, three to two. Esther's three to Laura's again? two. Wow, well done, well done. All right. I forgot you were intelligent. <laughs> Yeah, that would actually sort of work against. But anyway, uh, ladies, listen, we got to uh, get towards the end here and uh, say goodbye. But we want to thank you both for coming in here today. Uh, why don't, before we leave, you tell everybody uh, where they can find Meme Wawa Multimedia in all of its glory. Your YouTube channel, your 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 website, your uh, your Twitter, like anything you got. Why don't you lay it on us we right now? We have them all. So okay. it's M-E-I-M-E-I. W-A-W-A, Multimedia. You can search that for YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, 
On Instagram, we're called Maywa Sisters. And also, we have a really important concert coming up on May 8th, which we'll both be performing at, at Legacy. So you can check my fan page, which is Lara Liang. Liang Xing Yi in Chinese. Hello, Laura Liang. Hello, Laura Liang. Something like that. Just look it up and come to our concert and have fun. Yeah, follow me. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, thanks so much for taking the time to come on in here this morning. Uh, coming up at 11, we've got news, so stay with us. And then when we get into the next hour, it is the All Request Hour. We'll also give away some tickets to yes. uh, Lara's show in the next hour, too, when we get back here. So stay tuned. Lots to go on the morning show with Terry. This is going to be... Uh... Wake up and you're already late Nothing matches with a tired face Burn your toast, miss your butts, your makeup's melting No one ever seems to hold the elevator in this building You know how they say, just do your best and playing behind me there, cutting off Terry's outro, is a recent track from Laura called I Do. We'll just kind of let that play us out and give you all the taste of what's on offer musically from these talented ladies. And we're going to close out the show there as well. Thank you all for listening to another extended Taiwan Talk interview on The Morning Show with Terry Ingle. You can, of course, catch the latest on everything ICRT has to offer by following us on Twitter. We tweet at ICRT100 for programming stuff, at ICRT News for news stuff, uh, and I tweet at Keith Manconi for stuff that I do. For ICRT and The Morning Show, I'm Keith Manconi, and I'll leave you with just a little bit more of this track. Once again, this is Lara Veronin and I Do. I do.